Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 256 of Martha Runs the World. Today, it's all about strength training for runners. I've talked about strength training before, but I want to make this really specific for runners. It's been a little bit more general before, but now this is to make your running better. There are some exercises. Now, to be an all-around better athlete, a better, healthier, yes, there are cross-training and strength training that you can do to help in your cross-training, but they won't necessarily help your running. And that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the exercises that will help your running specifically. And first off, how are you this week? I'm doing great. I'm going to talk about a training trail run that I took this past weekend after I talk about the strength training exercises. The most of the exercises that I'm going to talk about are going to focus on your legs and core. I'm going to do some upper body, but running is mostly the core and the, and the legs, the lower portion. But like I said, we will, I will do some, um, some upper body a little bit afterwards, but we're not talking about heavy weight, muscle bound upper body. That's not runners. (laughs) And if you want that, the, that's great, but it won't help your running at all. It may deter from your running and make you a slower runner. But if you don't mind that, that's fine. It's not going to help you. Now, to be able to run, you have to have strong core and strong lower body. Especially you pavement runners, and I have to run on pavement for part of my runs for I really like trail running and that's going to be my focus this in 2024. And I'll talk about that in a future episode, but I have to train on pavement for a few runs out of my week. I can't get to the trails every day. So I have to have a strong lower body and core that can take the pounding on the pavement. And if that's all you do, you really need to do the strength training because it's harsh on our bodies and they have to be strong enough to take it. So here are some exercises you can do. And if you can get a hold of some weights, some dumbbells, that's really all you need. Body exercises uh, are, if you don't have that and only have your body weight, body weight exercises are great. However, there is a point where they stop being effective. Doing a hundred body weight squats is not going to help you. It really doesn't. So I'm not an advocate of doing that. After you do a couple weeks of three sets of 10 reps of body weight squats, that's it. Unless you add weights to it, you're not going to get anything out of it, really. Your body adapts and your body says, okay, I need a little bit more of a challenge. And doing more body weight squats is not going to help you. You really need to add some kind of a weight to it. So if you don't have dumbbells, you can pick up something that's heavier. I'm not sure what, but think of something that might be heavier um, in your arms that you can do. 
I, I, like I said, I don't really have any suggestions, but if you can, dumbbells are not that expensive. So get yourself a pair of 10 pound or 15 pound each dumbbells. That would be much more helpful to your workouts. So squats are the first exercise that I'm going to talk about. And form is, uh, of course, in all of these exercises, form is key. You must have proper form. And I'll have link to most of these exercises on the website, martharunsaworld.com. You really have to have proper form and that helps you avoid injuries. Before I get started too, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing these all just for my notes. Warm up. You've got to warm up your muscles. You can't just go into it and say, boom, I'm going to start my exercises. So do a, a warm up of a few minutes, do leg swings, walk in place a little bit, bring your, um, your knees up uh, for a few minutes, march in place, um, do arm circles. Just make sure that all your body is warmed up to take the exercises and then you can start. And squats with weights are really, really good exercise to start with. All right. And I would suggest doing the weights. Start with 10 reps and three sets. Three sets of 10 reps is a really nice beginning. And do those, and then uh, then you can try single leg squats, and you don't, and you can start without weights if you want. Make sure there's something to grab onto if you lose your balance, like a a table, and don't use a chair with with wheels on it. <laughs> I did that. It's like oops. And there are variations to that that you can do. You can do a the easiest way to do a single leg squat is to have your your leg that's off the ground in back of you. You can try the pistol squat if you're really good at it. I'm not so good at it, so I do the leg at back of me rather than in front of me. There's also the variation that you can do where you sit on your bed and if your bed is high enough and not too high, if it's way off the ground, you can't do it. Or you can sit on a chair. And uh, then you get up off the chair on one leg. And that's a really nice thing to do. You can do that at work if you want. If you have a few minutes, try some of those at work. And that's a really nice way to do your single leg squat. And uh, those are fun. I like those. Um, And do uh, three sets of 10 reps each on those. And you don't have to do weights on those at first. If you want to start with weights, you can do weights as well. Single leg calf raises, those are nice. You stand on one leg and you you lift up on onto your onto your toes, onto your top part of your foot, and those are really really good. And you can start with or without weights on those. Weights are not as important on these as it is on the squats. This is really important to get those calves strong. If you always have tight calves, or if your calves are always cramping on you or or um getting really tired on your runs your calves pro- they're not probably not strong enough so these are super imp- super important for you to do so again do 3 sets of 10 reps and you can increase those reps don't do more than 3 sets each if you do more than that you're not really getting any benefit out of it um single leg balance that's a really nice one to do Balance on each leg for one minute. And if you're at the gym, you can try this on a BOSU ball. That's a really nice one um, on bare feet or in your sock feet. Do this on a BOSU ball. 
And if you really want to challenge yourself, do single leg balance. Oh, for one minute is good. If you really want to challenge yourself, do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> it's really hard. And just make sure you have something to grab onto because you will need it if your eyes are closed. It's really, really difficult. I can only do it for about 10 seconds. I can't really do it for longer than that. But it's interesting to see how long you can do it for and just try to balance as long as you can. It's it's kind of fun, but it's difficult. Let me tell you, it's really hard. Um, My favorite exercise in the whole world are single leg Romanian deadlifts. It's just really fun. And you stand on one leg and then you on with the other leg in back of you you go you lean forward and the leg in back of you goes goes uh, straight in back of you so you're like a a leaning bird with the leg in back of you as straight as you can and it's really nice and then you come forward again and then you do you can do 10 reps of those in one set and do three sets each. And you can do that with or without weights. Either one is good. It's nice to do it without weights until you get used to it. And it's it's really nice. And you can do this uh, while touching the ground with each leg in between, or you can do it without touching the ground, be in between reps if you want to really challenge yourself. And those are very nice. They're fun. Jump squats are really cool. They are, you get in a squat position and you lift up and jump and you come back down in the jump squat and do as many of those. I would say don't do more than 10 reps in a set, but those are really, really good and they help you get power in one exercise. Lunges. Lunges are probably the most versatile exercise. There are so many ways to do lunges. You can do just the regular lunge. You can do a reverse lunge, a walking lunge, a diagonal lunge. There's all kinds of ways to do lunges. And you can do them with or without weights. You can do them outside during your run in the middle of it. They're really a nice exercise and they help you. But you have to, of course, like every exercise, you have to maintain proper form because you can really, really hurt yourself if you don't. And I like to do them with some weights at the gym. And that's a really nice way to do it. Step-ups with or without weights. I love step-ups. Now I do them at home. I have a little step stool that I use, little step that I do it on. You can do these during, again, during your run or at the gym. At the gym is nice. They have these blocks, these softer blocks that I do them on and I can do them on a regular step or a, a taller one to make them really tough. And they are great. You, you step up on one leg and then you, once you get up there, you, you lift up with the other one high and then you come back down and you do a set of those and then you of 10 10 and then you do another set with the other leg and you can hold weights while you do it to make it a little bit tougher you don't have to but it's a great great exercise to work both your lower body and your and your glute muscles 
And it's really, really good, especially if you're doing a lot of hills, a lot of stairs, trails, it's perfect for. So those are awesome exercises. Now, those are all lower body exercises. Some of those will also help your glute muscles, which have to be strong to maintain good running ability. The best core exercises for runners are push-ups. Push-ups will also do your upper body, obviously. And you can start doing push-ups. If you can't do a regular push-up, do a modified one. You can do push-ups against a table if you want. You can modify it until you can do a regular one. Start doing a few. If you can only do, you know, three or four, start there and just add one in as you get better at it. But they really are good. It's a really good exercise to start with, especially if you don't have any gear. You can do those. And, of course, we all know the plank. Yes, we do. Now, I do a regular plank, and now here's the thing with planks. You don't have to do a plank more than a minute. If you're doing a plank more than a minute, you're wasting your time. You don't get any benefits out of doing a plank more than a minute. You may feel like you are, but you're not. You're really taxing your body more than you're getting a benefit, so do it up to a minute, but no more. And it actually is better to not do it that long, but up to a minute is is okay. If you do like three sets of 45 seconds each, that actually is more beneficial, but up to a minute is all right. So do those and do your plank and you can do a regular plank. Side planks are really good. They're really tough, but they're also really good. And you can also, if if you want to challenge yourself more while you're doing a plank, lift one of your legs up and then do it. That's a lot more challenging, and that will be more beneficial than doing a plank for two minutes. <laughs> Trust a regular one. Trust me on that. Bridges. Bridges are fantastic exercises. They are just do really, really well, and that you can do regular. You can hold it, or you can lift your your abs, glute down, and, and do that, and lift it up and down for 15 for two sets of 15 each you can do that or while you're holding your bridge for 30 seconds you can lift a leg straight out you can do that as well that is also those are both two really good variations that will help you if you want to take a little farther the bridge is a great exercise for hips and I do them a lot because I have to get my new hips strong and so I can keep running, and that's a really excellent exercise for runners and for your core. Now, those three are the core exercises. The push-ups, plank, and bridges are really, really good for your core. Okay, now, if you run on trail and you have any desire to use trekking poles at all, or if you just want an overall strength and you don't care, and, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people want to do more upper body, but you don't really have to. But here's a few exercises that if you want some upper body work, or if you want to use trekking poles on the trail, bicep curls are good. Just, you know, 10 pound, 15 pound weights, do some bicep curls, three sets, 10 reps each. Rows are also good, the same reps and 
sets when you lean over and hold the weight with one hand and, and push your arm behind you. Shoulder press is when you hold the you can hold the dumbbells close to your head in each hand and push them over your head at your side. And I'll show and I'll have a link for these. You can do these at the barbell too, but it's not necessary to do heavier weights. We're not looking to get beefed up here. Those three should take care of all your needs as far as, or those four, I should say. Those four should take care of all your needs as far as upper body goes. You, like I said, you don't need much for that. You just need a few exercises to keep your upper, upper body strong to maintain good form and strength on the trail or on the road running. But these are all the exercises that you really need if you're doing some, some strength training for running. And I would suggest doing strength training at least twice a week. Once a week is, is good, but it's not enough. And maybe two to three times, three times you don't need any more than three times, two to three times a week. And it really won't take you long. It will take you maybe 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Shouldn't take more than 30 minutes. It's pretty quick to get these done. If you have a couple sets of dumbbells, you can do them at home. If you don't, or if you don't want to, you can do them at the gym. It, it really is not that much of a commitment and it helps you get stronger and it helps your running. So why not? Why not do it? Something that is going to help you be a better runner. That is strength training for runners. But don't go anywhere because I'm going to tell you all about my amazing trail run this weekend. Yeah, this weekend I went out for a incredible 14-mile trail run. I had taken Saturday off as a personal timeout. We don't really have vacation days where I work. We have PTOs or personal time offs, I should have said. So I took a PTO and because I thought I was going to do this race Saturday, but I decided against it because I really wasn't prepared and I probably would have dropped out if I had started it. So, but I had already had the day approved off. So I said, I'll take the day off and I'll go get some training in for my race in February. So I did. And it was best decision ever. I had such a great time on the trail. I went up to the headlands, which is where I always loved to run before I had my surgery. And I and I've started going back up there again. So it it just feels like seeing an old friend. This is the Marin Headlands is this wonderful area just across the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. It's a wide open expanse of trails and hills and beautiful area right along the Pacific Ocean. And it's accessible by bus. In fact, it it's it and the Mount Tamalpais area in Marin County, they're both in Marin County, are the only places that I can get to without a car in the Bay Area. Everything else, you really need a car to get to. So I cannot go anywhere else to really do trail running. And that's fine because this area is beautiful and has everything I need. So that's fine. I, I'm good with it. Yeah, I would love to go other places, but I can't. So unless I rent a car. So this is fine. I'm good there. 
Saturday, I went up early and it was cold. I didn't realize how cold it was, but it was 40 degrees. So it was now I always wear shorts unless it's like really, really cold or raining because I don't really like running in long pants because somehow they always keep sliding down and you always have to keep pulling them up. So I wore my shorts and there was frost on the ground. It was that cold, but it warmed up. It was 40 degrees and warmed up to 60. by the by the time noon came around so that was good i was happy i wore my shorts i started at the at marin city hub and i walked up to the alta trail and i took the alta trail and i took the oak what of the oak valley trail which i'd never taken that trail before and it was all downhill at all steps so if i take that back up it's going to be all steps up it was it's a cool trail though. I like that one going down. <laughs> I don't know if I want to take that back up, but that got me to the Tennessee Valley Road. And then I went up to the Miwok Trail, which took, t- took me up. And then I went down and took the Coyote Ridge and went, took that to the Coastal Trail and took that down and then circled back around. It was just fun. And oh, and then I took the Tennessee Valley Road out all the way out to Sausalito and walked down. It was just a glorious day. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful day. I made sure I took a few just small breaks, like two to five minute breaks in between and sat when I could and had snacks and just enjoyed the day. And I took pictures along the way. I wasn't in a hurry, but I wanted to make sure I got enough running in when I could on the downhills and the flats. And I tried to hike uphill as fast as I could. And I am getting in better shape. All the strength training and the running and and the work that I'm doing is helping. I did much better this time around than I did on my past runs. I was only slightly sore the day afterwards. I'm doing this recording just a little late. I hardly ever do recordings late, but I had to work the next day after the run on that Sunday. So yeah, I had to, I had to do this recording a little bit late. But yeah, when I woke up Sunday morning, I was just a little sore on my quads. That's all. I didn't get any cramps. I didn't get any bad feelings or anything. So that was pretty cool. So, uh, so I'm thinking, oh yeah, if I went 14 miles, didn't get any cramps and just a little sore, I'm doing much better. So I really pushed it and it, yeah, it felt pretty good. It, w- it was a nice day. I, like I said, I was very happy. I wore my shorts and I took enough food out with me and yeah, it was perfect. It was really nice. You know what I really, really love, and I'm just so happy I brought with me, are uh, Trader Joe's has those little individual packets of olives. Oh my gosh, those are good. Those are amazing. Those little single serving sizes, they're, they're like a dollar fifty each. So yeah, I'm going to take one of those every time. They're salty and they're yummy. They're really, really good. So I had those. I had the sour cherry chews that I like that Scratch makes. I had a couple salted caramel goos. I'm not much of a goo person, but I love those salted caramel ones. Those are very tasty. And I had some, I did bring some uh, hammer heat, but I didn't use it. The, the, the only problem with going that way is that there's not a whole lot of water in that area, that direction. 
I did take two bottles of water and that did be okay. That lasted the whole route. As I increase my miles, I'm going to have to go a, a little bit out of my way to, to find water. And I think I know the route I'm going to go. So I'm going to have to go down into the Rodeo Valley and go past the Rodeo Beach where they have a water fountain because there's no water at Tennessee Valley Road. And that is the only problem with me without a car having to trudge water with me. <laughs> because if the Rodeo Valley at the, at the Rodeo Beach has water, but if you don't have a car, the next source of water is to, um, to get it from the Redwood Creek which is down by, which is a bunch of miles away. And then I have to filter it from there. And then from there, the next one is, is Muir Woods. And then the next one is, is what is that? Heart Attack Hill. So it's ways away. So I'm going to have to figure that out. I don't know. But, but my next run is going to be this Saturday and I have to do 18 to 20 miles. So we'll see how that goes. And I have the route figured out. So I will let you know all about that. So that was pretty cool this past Saturday. So I have a much better feeling about my running and I'm feeling much more positive these days than I was in November. <laughs> So yeah, um, I do lots of hiking up the hills and with my trekking poles, I'm really glad I have them. I don't know if I'm probably not going to need them during in the race that I have this February, which I'll talk about in future episode, because I don't think they're as steep or as tough as the hills that I was on this Saturday, but I'm glad I'm going on tougher hills because that will train me to be a better runner and whatever kind of trail I go on in the future. I'd rather train on tougher trails and have easier trails to deal with than the opposite. <laughs> that is for sure. Okay, so that's the episode. And if you have any questions about strength training or any suggestions or anything, you can email me at martharunsworld at gmail.com. And everything about the episode will be on the website, martharunsworld.com. And that is it. So let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.